Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mostly Harmless Podcast. I'm your host, Damn It Damien. Uh, today's episode, we take you to the basement of the Black Sheep, where we talk to Danny from the audition right before their Eve 6 tour debut. Uh, this is their first day on this Eve 6 show. Uh, they had just driven all night long, pretty much, to make it to Colorado Springs. Danny was pretty tired, but he was gracious enough to talk to me. Uh, it's a short and sweet interview. I think it's only about 15 minutes long, where normally I try to at least get 25, 30 minutes out of the guys. Uh, but this was kind of one of those last-minute deals. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I work at the Black Sheep. I'm a manager, bartender, uh, uh, drunken asshole, if you will. And uh, so uh, doors were in about half an hour. I, st- I had to work that night. so uh, we. And then the band was late getting in and getting set up. So we really didn't have that much time. And to be honest with you, I didn't really have that much prepared because uh, I'm not particularly – the auditions a band that I'd heard and listened to a few times back in the day when in my younger years. And I like them. Good guys, good dudes. Uh, they'd kind of fallen off the face of the earth, uh, as we'll talk about in this episode here. Uh, they had a kind of a messy divorce from Victor Records and then took a year, year and a half off to um, just kind of like uh, recharge the batteries and get back to uh, get back to basics. And so we talked a little bit about that in the interview, but uh, a bunch of the dudes that I work with, the Black Sheep, were like, you should interview the audition. You should interview the audition. Don't know a lot about them. So I sat down a couple days before the interview and kind of read up a little bit on them, not the... Uh, gratuitous amounts of research I like to do before a show and and sure enough like it's fascinating a band leaves a huge giant label like Victory and goes to doing it themselves on their own with the help of uh, their fans and Kickstarter and uh, they came out with this album in February called Chapter 2 it's just a little EP but it's pretty damn good and pretty solid and um, a little bit of growth from what they were doing and it fascinated me and that's kind of what we talked about here today I didn't really get into the origin stories of the musicians like I like to do and kind of their roots and whatnot but like I say this is just a short, sweet, little fun-sized bite candy bar episode. Um, I'm not going to ramble on too much like I always do, but uh, we're going to get into this episode, make this even shorter and sweeter. Uh, we're going to first play a song off of the Chapter 2 EP. This is called You Gotta Believe, and you can find this on iTunes, or I believe uh, he says at the end of the interview, and I can't remember because I can't fucking remember and I didn't write it down, but I believe you can get this off iTunes and f- from their live show. I don't believe they have it on their um, web store. I actually bought these tracks off Amazon that are going in today's episode. So you can get off Amazon, iTunes, whatnot. Uh, check out mostofthehermospodcast.com. I'll throw up the links to the audition and where you can find uh, this album and other information about this mighty fine band. Danny's a big hockey fan, so uh, too bad I'm not a sports guy. Otherwise, we could have spent this whole episode talking about hockey, but I'm not a sports dude. Um, so if any of you guys uh, are in the sports, talk to Danny about hockey so all right without further ado this is you got to believe off chapter two this is the audition I'm the one 
All right, so I'm downstairs here at the Black Sheep in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado, of course, where I bartend as well. I'm hanging out with Danny from the audition. How you doing, Danny? Doing well, man. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, you were just telling me about the uh, epic drive you guys had last night. How was that? Awful. Awful. Tornadoes, fog, rain, hail. It was <laughs> fucking awful, too. And, and you guys drove pretty much all night long from Chicago, right? Yeah, we left last night at like 9.30 p.m., which is actually later, two, two hours later than we wanted to leave, but yeah, left late, then hit the brunt of the storm right as we hit into Iowa, which is not very far into the drive. Yeah. Um, how long a drive is that? That's like, what, 20 hours? 617. Damn. What time yeah. did y'all get here? Three? Uh, did y'all make it here by then? Yeah, but we actually got, yeah. here, got into like 2.30. Damn. Like that. That's a hell of a drive. I, I don't know how we got here so quickly either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, the, the weather was awful. I've never, we've never been on tour for seven years, never driven through anything like that ever. Yeah. Um, so... Tonight's the first night of this tour. Mm-hmm. Have you guys you, you guys have been off the road a little bit for a while now, right? Yeah, or? we we took uh, we took like a year and a half off, um, just to kind of collect our heads, yeah. and we're dealing with a bunch of label shit. So decided to kind of get away from all that, and then uh, we actually did a tour with Every Avenue, and we are the in crowd. Two weeks before this, oh, okay, it was like a five week tour, yeah. so it was good to get back on yeah. the road, especially with a bunch of our friends. How was it to get back on the road after so long? It's kind of is it nerve wracking? No. I okay. mean, that's why I love being on the road, man. I mean, I was going crazy at home, yeah. you know what I mean? Most people yeah. go crazy on tour. I go I go crazy at home. But it was good, man. Um, our, our guitar player for him was his first tour ever. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he was loving How old it. is he? He's 23. Oh. About to turn 24. Young. Yeah, well, we're all, I mean, we're all 25, 26. Oh, okay, so. cool. But, uh, he's, yeah, he's the young gun of the, of the group. But he was so stoked to get out there. And it was nice to see that youth come back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've read probably 15, 20 interviews. I know the Victory Records thing seems kind of messy. Are you tired of talking about that? You want to talk about that a little bit? Like, give these people a brief history who have, who don't know. Uh, not really. Okay, <laughs> I'm cool. tired to talk about it. No, man. that's fair enough. Um, so you just, just ask any other band ever. Ask any band. For yeah. the listeners, ask any band ever what they think about Victory. Yeah, yeah. They'll give you a straight up answer. They can they can straight up Google it and find it <laughs> yeah, within seriously. probably two seconds. So pause this. Yeah. Google the auditioning. Uh, the on. See too much coffee. <laughs> the audition leaving Victory Records. You'll find it and then hit play again. Exactly. Um, so you're going out alone. You're doing this this new album completely, almost completely on your own. You had Kickstarter backing. Yep. It. Um, how does it feel to go out there on your own after like I, not or whatever? Yeah, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's a little bit nerve-wracking, but um, you know, it's 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 nice, dude. It's it's nice not to have to answer to anybody. We can mm-hmm. do whatever the hell we want. Uh, you know, from the from being on the label so long, we learned what not to do, what to do. <laughs> so it's nice to actually have a a good head on our shoulders. We kind of consider it our college years, yeah. <laughs> if you will. Is it is it scary to be out there on your own now, or is it just liberating? A bit of both. Yeah, it's definitely scary, just not having that financial backing. And that um, you know that push toward for a record label mm-hmm. that they can give you, but uh, other than that, it's great. I mean, we get tours like this, so shit. Yeah. Why did Why did you go the Kickstarter route um, instead of I don't know shopping around, finding a little label or whatnot? Um, just we wanted to do it on our own, man. Cool. We wanted to see what it was like. Uh, you know, like I said, we were with a label for seven years, six years. Yeah. And uh, just you know didn't like it, so <laughs> figure out what was going on, how, if we could do it on our own or not. Yeah. What What did you learn to do? Um, I guess right from all those years of being on a somewhat major label. Um, just it's little things, nothing, nothing that you would understand if you weren't a touring, right. a touring band. Just you know, just I don't know, just how to how to go about kind of promoting and hiring p- PR people and and just the, the tours to take and the tours not to take and things like that. Just yeah. things that you know people don't see. It's all all behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Uh, what's what's 
why an Eve Six tour? I mean, um, why this tour versus I don't know another another tour? Why did you guys choose choose this route? Why not? Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> no. I mean, uh, perfect. Honestly, dude, you know, we did the the our you know quote unquote scene for right how many years? You know, along along with being off the label, we have the freedom to tour with whoever the hell we want. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot older fans, which is nice for us because we're older dudes you know in the in the realm of right. the music that we play yeah so it's nice to well i don't know it might be nice it might be shitty to play in front of people our age and older yeah so well and tonight's the first first time for this thing so right uh, with the eve six crowd um is it is it nervous to go from you know your scene to a little bit more radio rock radio friendly scene or it's exciting um, it's huh. exciting that we, i mean we've, t- we've toured with bands outside of our scene we've toured with Jack's Mannequin, who is yeah. not anything like us. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, who is definitely not oh, anything wow. like us. Um, you know, we, we toured with Alphamon Trio before. So that, I mean, that one kind of really sucked for <laughs> us. But, you know, those Trio fans, man, they're, they're, they're hardcore, diehard. They didn't want anything to do with us. But, you know, yeah. it's a good learning experience. So I'm assuming that it won't be like that, hopefully, for right. this tour. Because, um, like you said, there's a little more radio-friendly rock. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. pull some fans out of this. Um, how long are you guys going out on this tour? This leg is, uh, it's only like five shows, it's like oh, okay. it's like a week. Short and sweet. And then we have a week and a half off, and then we do like another month with them. Yeah. Um, so you guys were inactive for a year and a half, is that what you said? Yeah, just about that. What, what were you doing during that time off? Writing a lot. Writing. Um, I live in Michigan, the boys are from Chicago, so I was right. in Michigan a lot. Um, played a lot of hockey, played a lot of golf. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris, the GM here, wanted me to tell you that Red Wings suck. Yeah, I figured he would. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah he's a Blackhawks fan. He's a Blackhawks fan. Yeah. How can you talk shit on the wings? Yeah. <laughs> Look at the banners in Joe Louis Arena. See how many cups we won. See how many cups they won. <laughs> I'm not a sports guy, so I can't okay. even get into that. But well, um, tell, tell him that for me. I will. <laughs> Maybe he'll actually listen to this. Um, <laughs> probably not. Uh, so, um, so what else did you do in your time off? Did you work like a record store job or just... Um, I did... Oh, the other guys, Joe did, uh, Joe did construction, Jimmy works at like a car lot, Timmy repairs windows for churches, Ryan did like a little dog walking gig. I worked uh, for the dog walking company, I was like overseeing <laughs> things for cool. the owner when he, was, when he left, and then uh, I did like this promotion thing to this agency and shit, so it was cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, it, it, if the band, like if somehow something happens and this ends up not being, the band ends up ending what do you see yourself doing then? Uh, moving to Nashville. Nice. Songwriting, working nice. jobs there, doing cool. whatever I can, you know. I got a couple of friends out there doing that. Uh, I talked to Corey Brandon, if you're familiar with him, the mm-hmm. other day. He was talking about he moved to Nashville for that reason. So. Yeah, I love that. It's my favorite city in the U.S., yeah. man. Uh, so um, how, how was it getting back in that groove after a year and a half? What was the focus after the hiatus? Uh, really just playing well and really trying to engage the crowd. Because mm-hmm. uh, when, when we were at the tail end of our last cycle i suppose yeah. uh, we were tired man we were burnt out we were just kind of jaded i suppose a bit and uh we just wanted to you know even our fans get they're like man you guys look like you're 18 again like on stage you just you really have that exuberance that you haven't had in a long time so and you could feel it too we could feel it we were on stage we we're just having fun like laughing at each other and you know before if somebody messed up you what the fuck you know yeah. but now it's just somebody messes up it's like oh well, whatever nobody else fucking knows so <laughs> who cares yeah uh, well, how how was it doing the Kickstarter? I know a lot of bands that have done Kickstarters and nowhere near met their goals, mm-hmm. and then you guys not only met it but exceeded it. So yeah. that's that's got to feel pretty good. It was nerve wracking, man. <laughs> it's just, just just because of what you just said, like, right. it would have been very easy to not meet our goals, and then we probably wouldn't be a band anymore. Honestly, wow. Um, 
because we wouldn't have had the financial backing to do the, the EP. But, uh, you know, it was nerve-wracking. Couldn't believe that we actually exceeded our goal by a couple grand, which was awesome. Yep. But, uh, you know, thanks to everybody that's, that pledged, man, because you're the reason we're still on the, on the road. Yeah, are the, and are your old fans still coming out to find you and see you and yeah, buy dude, the records? It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so let's talk about the new album. It's called Chapter Two. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like reading the histories and the interviews. It could almost be called Book Two or Three because you guys, <laughs> you're 25 and you've already had all this um, this long, healthy career yeah. so far. Um, why Chapter Two? Just, I mean, it, it's a, the, the next chapter, the newest chapter of the band. You know, leaving Victory, doing it on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the musical the musical stylings a bit different. It's kind of what we want to do. We, we kind of want to bridge wanted to bridge the gap between what we've done and where we're going mm-hmm. with, with the new the new song so I don't know it's just kind of an appropriate title I feel is the uh, songwriting any different now um, that you're on your own or is it still the same beast this was a bit different just because of the fact that we had lost a guitar player mm-hmm. um, and we had lost a bass player so it was basically me Tim and Ryan writing all the songs we had like 35 songs or something written yeah. and then when we brought the other two back in the band um, that's when things really started yeah. we had a skeleton and that's when we put the meat on the bones you know what I mean do, do you write the, all the songs like on an acoustic and then bring them to the boys, or is it a more organic process? Um, for this, some of the stuff was me acoustic. Um, a lot of the stuff was Ryan and Tim on their computers. Cause I'm not a computer guy. I don't yeah. know how to use any of those programs. <laughs> but those guys uh, going on their computers and kind of like doing fake drones and like putting guitar over it. And it's really nice because you can chop and paste and do all this other crazy stuff and then you know put the vocals over it. And then once we had the, that was a skeleton, we brought it to the live room, and that's where we really you know, yeah. polished the songs. Yeah. Um, now, it, it really, it, it doesn't sound too dissimilar from the other records. Mm-hmm. If anything, it sounds a lot more just mature and more grown up. Right. And you guys, of course, have had a lot of growing up to do, and that definitely is a factor in this. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, do you find yourself, versus the songs you used to write when you were younger, versus now, where do those come from? Do those still come from the same integral place, or is it different? I mean, I think, I think every songwriter has that. They have that kind of, it's like a, like, Anybody that does any type of job, it's kind of, they do what they do, but they just, they'll, they'll, they'll always have that, but they just try to better upon that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like you said, it, it's not too dissimilar, but there is tastes and flavors of kind of, oh, that's different. You know, I like that, which is where we're trying to head, because we didn't want to come back, chapter two, a whole, totally different band, right. you know, alienate everybody that has ever followed us before. Kind of want to give them a taste of a little bit of, a little bit of new, a lot of old, and then kind of, hopefully for the next thing, we can really spring up the new. Where'd you record it at? Not a studios. Where's that at? It's in uh, New Windsor, New York. We actually, oh, okay. with John Aclario, we did the, our first two albums with him. Yeah, the the first song on the album, the the EP, I should say, it had like I, I felt a lot of like Chicago land blues, a little oh, bit of that cool. element into it. I was like, oh, all right, this is cool. I can do right, that. Cool, cool. And so I was just curious. It was actually recorded in Chicago, yeah. since that's where we're based out of. Um, why did you choose this studio? Oh, uh, we've been friends with John for a long time. Like I said, he did yeah. our first things ever. We were really comfortable going back to him. So, do you guys? Um, what do you hire a producer? You just like fuck it. I'm like we're in charge completely. No, I mean he was our producer. Yeah. I mean we we do most of the producing ourselves. He's a very engineer savvy dude and throws his ideas in. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly us talking and we we, we kind of have an, we have like 95 percent of the song done when we whenever we enter the studio just so we don't have to waste time on right. this part and that part <laughs> and you know time is money in the studio especially so yeah. I, I don't understand bands that are like yeah we got a month to record an album in the studio I'm like God you can do that in your practice spot yeah for 250 a month versus yeah. 250 a day mm-hmm. I don't know um, and so um, I mean what it, what else is uh, 
I don't know. I lost my train of thought <laughs> rambling on about practice spaces. So what do you guys see yourselves going from here? Where do you want to go from here? Um, I mean, you know, I, I'd like to just kind of, with anything, with anybody taking time off like that, you lose a lot of momentum. Right. Gain the momentum that we had, build upon that, keep doing tours like this yeah. that are not so much like us. Yeah. Uh, just gain new fans, man. Cool. Really, just gain new fans. I, I found that, like, Hot Water Music springs to mind because they've broken up so many times to, to the point now they're like, yeah, we're just going on hiatus. But, yeah, yeah. But they come back stronger and better than ever, and it's because of that time off, just because they... Um, Give him time to relax. I, I can imagine after how many years straight on the road? Two, three, six. four, six. Damn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, taking that time off pretty much rejuvenated. Do you feel better now? Oh, you dude, were just talking about so you're feeling teen. So it's we're, like, doing, we're doing between 250 and 300 shows a year. <laughs> and, I mean, that's not including off days from the tour. Right. So, you know, I mean, are, are, month home at tops okay. every are, year. Are you going to work on getting back to that level, or is that too much? I think that's a little bit too much. I think we oversaturated a lot of markets because, you know, you get different tours and they hit the same markets, you know, and, and I think a lot of a lot of the reason, actually, that I think the music scene that we were in is kind of dwindling is because of that, because if you don't see us tonight, you'd be like, oh, fuck it, they're going to be back next month. We'll right. see them next month with whoever. Oh, I'm not going to see them this month. No, I'll see them in two weeks. When they, yeah. You know, so I think we really, before we would just say yes to every tour. Everything, every single tour that came out, we're like, ah, oh, sure, we'll do it, fuck it, you know? <laughs> but now I think we're, like, that's not another one of the things that we learned from being from then till now is just kind of really planning things ahead and not just being like, oh, let's get the van to go, cool. you know? Um, why did you do, uh, choose to do an EP versus like a full-length? Especially because I'm sure you have the songs written um, or ideas. We didn't want to, coming back, we didn't want to just overload. Okay. And, and I think for if we do a full-length, when we do a full-length, we, we would like to have some type of label backing. And right. plus, the, the full-length would have cost a hell of a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. So the Kickstarter, we fought with the Kickstarter. We didn't want to ask for it double or double and a half of mm-hmm. what we because we thought that was a lot in the first place so to ask for more money from our fans we just didn't feel appropriate so cool we kind of just wanted to you know we're still here we're coming back yeah. just give it time you know yeah. and you guys are looking for another label it's not going to be like continuing on your own we're not looking part. right now we're just we're just kind of you know putting our bait in the water seeing if That's anything cool. comes up when, when, when would you like to put out a full length I'd like to put out a full length by or, or another EP. I mean, it doesn't really... If we did an EP, I'd like to do it by the end of the year. If we did another full length, I'd like to do it by the next spring. Cool. Great. Just to have a proper time to promote it, and if it were with the label, to actually do the cycle right. Yeah. And uh, what else you got going on this year? Um, after this, we do the UK with uh, the Slam Dunk Festival. Cool. With uh, Taking Back Sunday and oh, Most of yeah. the Soundtrack and Sandy Thing and a bunch of cool bands. We do that for like a week, and then we come back, and we're actually on tour with Mariana's Trench <clears throat> right before this, but they canceled because, first day they canceled because their singer got vertigo. So he was in the hospital, and they actually, uh, they rescheduled that for us, so mm. we do that. We come back from the UK, and we do that almost almost right away. So we're booked until pretty much the end of, the June, end of June, and then we'll, I think we're going to take a little time off in the summer uh-huh. and come back in the fall. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously <coughs> this is, you love this, this is what you're going to plan on doing. Um, what did you miss most about this from this life during your time off? Playing shows, man. Yeah. Seeing the country, seeing the world, you know. I agree. You know, I have so many friends at home that have never left Michigan. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What part of Michigan? Detroit area. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I'm really good friends with the cheap girls out of Lansing and ended up hanging out last night with Mustard Plug talking about oh, Michigan shit. all night long last night. So it's, a, it's so much great music coming out of oh, Michigan man. and whatnot. It's such, a, such, a great, yeah. such a great music town still, man. It really yeah. is. So, but you guys are based out of Chicago? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's an interesting. Town too. Yeah. 
Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Um, obviously. Yeah. Um, so cool. Um, so what else is going on? Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, I need a fucking beer. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's go do that. Let's do a beer. I'll buy you one. That's fucking it right. Cool, let's man. do it. And uh, Chapter 2 is out now. Um, they can yep. pick that up on... iTunes. iTunes. Or come see us live. Hell yeah. Not in stores. Sorry. Not in stores. Just no fun. shop radio cast or... Nope. Straight okay. up iTunes. Right. Hell yeah, man. Well, cool. Well, thanks for uh, chatting with me, Dan. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, man. All right, buddies. Thanks to Danny from the audition for uh, hanging out in the basement of the Black Sheep and talking to me a few minutes before the show. Like I say, he was pretty tired, but uh, pretty cool. Pretty uh, gracious, kind dude to hang out and bullshit with me uh, down in the basement of the Black Sheep. Uh, this is their first show of the Eve 6 tour. And goddamn, this is my first time actually seeing these guys live, and it was pretty damn good. Uh, what little I got to see, of course, you know, a bartending behind the bar. Uh, you mostly just hear it and can't see it because you're too busy paying attention to the person in front of you asking for a Bud Light. Uh, but anyway, uh, they were really cool dudes, a really nice band, and I really enjoyed their live set. And surprisingly enough, Eve 6, you know, I'd kind of written those guys off as one hit wonder has been there were several damn songs they played that night that i recognized from whatever movie uh particularly can't hardly wait was one of them i was like fuck yeah i love this song uh there was actually surprisingly on their game and uh surprising all the all the friends of mine that came out to see it and actually it was really enjoyable so for those of you guys like me who had written eve six off um you know they're they're not too bad for a mainstream you know alternative pop punk band and then our uh little side story our um our PR woman slash door girl Jackie got in a bit of tr- well, I won't I won't say trouble, but she had twittered that oh my god I can't believe Eve Six is still a band, and uh, she goes downstairs to give the Eve Six guys their lunch, which she went to go pick up, and they're like, um, so Jackie, uh, you can't believe we're still a band, huh? Boom, red face. She got caught because those guys they surf, they surf that Twitter sphere. They go surfing that Eve Six Twitter sphere thing, Bob, whatever. And she got busted, but it was all just a good fun laugh. And uh, they're actually remarkably nice guys. Their their crew and everything. And so was the audition. And uh, so. Uh, we're not going to ramble on anymore. Uh, like I say, this is a super short, fun size edition of the Mostly Harmless podcast. Generally, these episodes are a lot longer. I tend to get into a little bit more of the artist's origin stories, but like I say, this this time around, we just didn't have the time. Uh, and really, I didn't do the research because I'm a piss poor DIY journalist. But anyway, um, check out mostlyharmlesspodcast.com. I got a ton of great interviews. A lot of them get a lot deeper into these artists and their personalities. Some of them I just get drunk and make a fool out of myself with. So if this is your first time listening, check out mostlyharmlesspodcast.com. Uh, we've got some t-shirts for sale in our store up there. And uh, we got a ton of ton of interviews. Check us out. Write us a review. Like us on Facebook. Send me a little email. Tell me I suck. Tell me I kick ass. I love it all. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, without any further ado, we're going to end this episode with a song called Evil. Again, this is off Chapter 2, uh, the audition's new EP that came out in February. Funded fully by Kickstarter. Funded by you. So, yeah, check it out. Um, you can get that uh, iTunes. Amazon or from the band at one of the shows. Make sure you check them out on Facebook. I'll have links up to their page on mostlyharmlesspodcast.com. So without any further rambling, this is Evil from Eve. Fuck, I just said Eve 6. This is Evil from the audition. Most, 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 most.